Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the Monday Night Football Showdown site between the Ravens and the Browns. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I made daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports daily fantasy sports sites. Before we get into the video, I want to thank you guys again. The support has been insane recently, especially on the live streams. Uh, we hit four, over 400 concurrent viewers on the NBA live stream on Saturday. I have a ton, a ton of content coming out for you guys every single day with videos, with live streams, uh, football, NBA, and full swing. So if you guys enjoy all this free content, would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you know when to go live. I will be live streaming for the Monday Night Showdown site 30 minutes before lock. I will also be live streaming for the NBA slate uh, probably 45 minutes before lock. Um, so, uh, and then also if you guys cannot watch these videos, I do upload an Apple podcast. The link is in the, the description below, which is the DK DFS show. And finally, I want to thank Price Picks for sponsoring the show. Um, if you guys are interested in signing up, you can use the code DKDFS. That's DKDFS, all one word, hundred percent match up to a hundred dollars. Uh, it's kind of a, you know, a different way to play DFS. Uh, you're not really playing against anyone, right? You're just betting on player props. So, um, you're, you're, you're playing against the house, really. Uh, again, if you guys are interested in signing up, you can use the code DKDFS. Um, and again, you can win up to 10x your money uh, on, on prize picks. It's, again, a kind of fun way, kind of different way uh, to go about DFS. But all right, that's it. So let's uh, let's jump into the video. Before we get into players and their prices, let's take a look at the Vegas odds as well as the snap counts for each of these teams in their most recent game. So, uh, as far as the Vegas ads right now, this is a 45 and a half over under, uh, and the, uh, the Ravens are three point favorites. We know both teams are run first teams, right? With the Browns and with the Ravens, uh, Browns utilize two running backs, the Ravens in their last game. Well, we thought it was going to be the JK Dobbins show. No, they utilize four running backs. So, uh, that is not good, right? We'll go over that more in a bit, but let's talk about it now, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, in their most recent game, 38% of the snaps for J.K. Dobbins, 33 for Gus Edwards, 11 for Justice Hill, who got mixed in a bit, 20% for Mark Ingram. Um, I mean, a couple weeks ago, Dobbins played like over 60% of the snaps, but if they're just going to go back to like a three or even four-headed monster here, it's it's not looking good for the Ravens. Now, Dobbins clearly, clearly their most talented back, but will he get enough touches, right? The DraftKings did price him way up, so right now... And he's just more of a contrarian play for me. Wide receivers, well, they were missing a couple pieces, right? Uh, Dez was out. Dez is still out. Willie Sneed was out as well, but he is back for this one. So Boykin, Duvernay, Hollywood Brown all put 80% of the snaps. I expect it to be Hollywood Brown and uh, Willie Sneed as the main guys with Duvernay and Boykin mixed in. Tight ends, well, again, there was no Mark Andrews at last game. So Luke Wilson played about half the game. His status is up in the air. Mark Andrews is back. I expect him to be out there and play a majority of the game. Uh, running backs for Cleveland, it was basically an even split there with Chubb and Hunt. Now, Chubb's been the more productive back recently, uh, whereas Hunt is utilized a little bit more in the passing game. Wide receivers for the Browns. Well, last game, no one played more than 70% of the snaps. Higgins and Landry hovered in the high 60 range. Donovan Peoples-Jones, the Michigan product, played 57% of the snaps, but they do have Marvin Hall now activated, and I think the snaps could go down on a guy like DP, DPJ, maybe uh, I think Marvin Hall will get some action. How much is a little bit more in question, right? And then tight ends, Hooper played 75% of snaps and Joku 42%. Um, all right, so that's that's kind of it for Vegas odds and snap counts. Let's now 
take a look at players and their prices. So Lamar Jackson, 11.8K. Same thing as I said a couple weeks ago on the showdown slate, or was it last week? It was last week on the showdown slate. I said, play Lamar in captain, play him in cash. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's what I say again for this slate. Uh, he's a guy that has probably the highest floor out of anyone. Um, sure, the passing ability, like he's not been really great throwing the ball, but it's just what he can do on the ground, right? 58, 55, 51, and 94 yards on the ground. He had a touchdown last time on the ground as well. So I think once again, for cash game setting, you play Lamar and you play him in captain. Now, can you make the argument to fade for GPPs? Yes, you can, because um, Baltimore is, uh, we know Lamar likes to keep it himself, but they also love going to the running backs. So they utilize four backs. So there is definitely a way where Lamar Jackson doesn't get you there. Uh, but for, again, for cash game setting, I think you do play Lamar. Nick Chubb's at 10-2. So this one's a tough one because he's been running the ball really, really well. 19, 20, 19, and 18 carries. No real involvement in the passing game, but 126, 114, 144, and 80 yards in the ground. Like, he has been the the better back. But 10.2K, it does seem a little bit pricey. So, like, for if you're going to make a pick between Lamar and Chubb, I'm just going to take Lamar all day long for a little bit more. But... Like I said, Chubb is a scary fade. He's been running the ball well. We know his Cleveland team loves to run the ball. So I do have interest in Chubb. I would have wished he was a little bit cheaper, but it's hard to argue what he's been doing recently. Again, three of the last four games, 100-plus yards on the ground. Baker at 10K, well, he blew up that last game. Um, Went for 33 fancy points. More of an outlier in my opinion. This Cleveland team is for sure a run-first team. So with Baker at 10K, this one's a tough one for cash teams. Um, I don't necessarily think you have to play him. Like you can definitely play Chubb over Baker. That one's really close. If you're going to make me pick between like the top option, I guess for Cleveland, whether you want to go quarterback or running back, that one is really close. Uh, Baker does have a pretty low floor. We've seen it a couple games against Houston, against Philly, five, eight fancy points. Sure. He blew up that last game. I would not expect anywhere near 33 fancy points though, from Baker Mayfield. So at 10 K, I don't think he's a must play uh, another Another situation where I would have wished he was a little bit cheaper um, with Baker Mayfield. Now, Jarvis is at 9-4. He is their number one option now with no Odell Beckham. Last couple games, 11 and 10 targets. It's really good to see. He's flash upset. He's had a touchdown in each of those games as well. So, 9-4. Yeah, I mean, the Browns' top options are a little bit pricey, right? With Chubb, with Baker, with Jarvis. I would have wished all were a little bit cheaper. Um, I guess it depends how you think this game flows, right? If you think... Cleveland is going to be playing from ahead, you're probably going to want to look to a guy like Nick Chubb because, again, they will rely on the ground game even more than normal. If they do fall behind, then you look to Baker. Then you look to Jarvis. So build your build your lineup with how you think this game flows. I mean, Cleveland is, what, three-point dogs, three-point dogs? So, yeah, it's it's a tough call there with the top options for Cleveland, right, with Baker, Chubb, Jarvis. You're going to have to make, a tough, you're going to have to make tough decisions. But like I said, build your lineup with how you think the game flows if you think Cleveland is playing from ahead, you probably want to go to Chubb. If you think they fall behind, Baker, Jarvis look pretty decent. Mark Andrews at 8.8K. Um, first game back after, what, two games missed? Uh, he is he's their, he's their receiving target I feel the most comfortable with, but you're also going to have to pay a premium for him. Um, last four games he's played six, five, nine, and seven targets. It's not bad. Obviously, he's a guy that can look to in the red zone. Um, he's a guy that can go out and get you 20-plus fancy points. So definitely have interest in Mark Andrews. Um, you compare him with Lamar, obviously, again, you're going to have to pay premium for that stack, but he's the, you know, the receiver for, for Baltimore that I feel the best about. 
Um, J.K. Dobbins in 8-2, it's just, I, I know he's their best running back, but can we expect him to be the bell cow? It doesn't look good after the last game. When four running backs get involved, so, like, if he was getting 60 to 70% of the, of the snaps, then, yeah, I would have a lot more interest in Dobbins. Also, another negative is Baltimore, they just don't pass a ton, so none of these running backs really have a lot of PPR upside. So, at the moment, Dobbins is just more of a contrarian play for me. Hollywood Brown, I think the ownership's going to be up on him. He's had back-to-back games where there's been showdowns where he's had a touchdown. Now, just know what you're getting to with Hollywood Brown, right? The floor is really, really low. Sure, he's had 85 and 39 uh, receiving yards last couple games. He has had a touchdown, but the floor is literally zero with him. So, this is a boomer bus option. If you're playing cash games, I probably don't play Hollywood Brown. If you're playing GPPs, of course you can do it. Again, we've seen the big playoffs at the last couple games. Just know, again, he has a low floor. So not really something to look into if you are playing a cash game setting. Kareem Hunt at 7-2. So you get a nice discount off, off of him from Nick Chubb. Now, sure, he has not been running the ball the best compared to Chubb, right? Also, he'll get less carries, 13, 10, and 14 compared to about you know, 18, 19 for Chubb. But you're getting a 3K discount. And Chubb is going to be more popular, I think, still, even with him being more expensive. I don't mind going to Hunt. He is still a good running back. Um, He's had some good games this year, right? So, like, for me personally, I think taking ownership in consideration, I think Chubb will be more popular. Give me Hunt for the discount. Um, Again, maybe that's a more contrarian take, but, um, yeah. 3K discount, Hunt is the guy a little bit more involved in the passing game as well. So, yeah, close call there with the Cleveland backs. But for me personally, I'll take Hunt. And, again, I think Chubb will be more popular. Now, could you make the argument to, to, to play both? Of course you can. Like, you can definitely play both Chubb and Hunt together. Um, and if, if you do, like, I probably would go um, – that's a situation where if I play both running backs and I probably don't play a ton from the passing game – uh, right, so that's that situation. You probably think Cleveland's playing from ahead, and they're just running the ball with Hunt, running the ball with Chubb. Again, definitely viable. And if you do play, not a lot of people are going to want to play both. So that's one way to differentiate yourself in a contest like the Millionaire Maker, right, where the your goal should be, obviously, to, to play a good lineup, but try to be unique, right? You don't want to play the chalk in the Millie Maker. Rashad Higgins at 6.2K. He's like the number two guy. Doesn't have a ton of upside. I know he had the big game last game, but again, more of an outlier. Previous three games, seven, nine, two fancy points. So one of those guys, I'm just like, nah, he's fine in the mid-range. I'm not really prioritizing him. Willie Sneed at 5'8". Another one, I'm just like, eh, sure. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll come back. He'll probably get 60 to 70% of the touches, or of the snaps, I should say. 5.8K, though. Like, I'm not super excited about it. Austin Hooper at 5'4 is not expected to play in Monday night. So there is potential value here with Harrison Bryant, with David Njoku. Um, so we'll get to those guys in a sec. Uh, but yeah, no no Austin Hooper does open up some things for these Cleveland tight ends. The other running backs for, for Baltimore, it's just it's hard to get excited about any of these guys. Sure, Gus Edwards had over 100 yards, but only seven carries. Again, no involvement in the passing game. 5'2". Like, if you play one of these Ravens backs, you got to hope they get in the end zone. If they don't, there's a really, really good chance they don't pay off their salary. Now, DPJ is at 4'8". Um, you know, it's been working kind of as the number three receiver. What I'm worried about with DPJ is Marvin Hall, right? He's available. So I think he gets mixed in. I think the snaps go down in DPJ. I would have wished he was a little bit cheaper, like 4'8". 
it's not amazing. So, yes, he's in play, but there's definitely a lot more risk involved, especially with the fact that, again, Marvin Hall available. I think he will get some snaps there for Cleveland at wide receiver. The defenses in play. The reason I'm not as excited about the defenses is because most of the time defenses get points from dropbacks, and neither of these teams like to pass. They don't They don't like to air it out, right? They're run-first teams. So Ravens at 4-4, Browns at 4-K. For me, give me the Ravens if you're going to make me pick a defense. But I only build one lineup for sure on sites, and I don't think I would get to either defense uh, in one lineup. Of course, you're making a ton of lineups. Yes, you can throw the defenses in the player pool. Harrison Bryant's at 4-2. Well, him, David Njoku should be utilized a good amount here uh, as the Browns' top two tight ends. Now, Bryant's, you know, had some decent games. He had the one game against Cincy where he had four catches, two touchdowns at 4.2K. Definitely in play. Again, we'll talk about Njoku, too, who is a little bit cheaper. I think I probably slightly prefer the price in Njoku to Bryant. uh, But both of these Cleveland tight ends in play with no Austin Hooper. The kickers with Tucker and Parkey, yeah, they're in play. For me, I would re- I would give that to Tucker. I think he's the better kicker, and I'm a little bit more comfortable with the Ravens' offense. Uh, but both kickers in play. Both kickers do have upside, right? We've seen kickers get you know 10 to 15 fancy points on the high end. Now, Mark Ingram's at 2.8. Actually, did get a little bit more involved last game at six carries. But like I said, it's just hard to, to get super confident about any of these Ravens' backs. Now, with Boykin versus Duvernay, this is a tough one. I know Boykin had the long touchdown last game, but Duvernay was playing ahead of him. Um, you know, in previous games, they both played about the same that last game, right? If we go to Baltimore and we go to wide receivers, 87 for Boykin, 80 for Duvernay. So again, I expect Hollywood Brown, I expect Willie Sneed to be the top guys. Boykin and Duvernay kind of mix in as the number three. Both viable. I think I slightly prefer Duvernay for 1-6 to Boykin at 2-2, but both in play um, for those cheap wide receivers. And then yeah, Njoku at 1K, I kind of like him here. Um, he's shown over the years, he's a good, uh, you know, receiving tight end and there's not a lot of like really good cheap value. So, um, for me, like Njoku is definitely something I'm considering here, uh, at one keg and you don't need a ton for him to pay off the salary. Now, Luke Wilson's at $800. We'll see. He's added the injury report questionable. Um, he's a decent pass catching tight end and I would assume he would be utilized as the number two tight end and Ravens do like running two tight ends. So if he's available, you can give him a look. I don't expect him to play a ton. I would say maybe a third to like 40% of the game, but $800 viable. And Justice Hill actually got a couple snaps there, and he's their number four running back. He is their best PP, their best receiving back. But again, how many snaps does he play? And Dez still on the COVID list. And then Marvin Hall's last guy I want to mention. So at $200, I'm going to try to dig in this one a little bit more, but he's activated and available. I think they're going to want to give him some snaps. How met, how much is in question? So we haven't seen him yet for this Browns team. Obviously, he was in the Lions earlier this year. So, yeah, I'm going to dig in. Hopefully, we get some sort of clarity on his role. If he's going to work in as like the number three wide receiver, then he's like the top value at $200. So this is a situation. Again, hopefully, we get some sort of clarity from the beat writers that are going into tomorrow. And I think that wraps it up for the player-by-player breakdown. Um, so let's talk about captains again for cash games i told you guys what i think i would do i would play lamar a captain now with the top cleveland guys again go with how you think the game flows so if you think cleveland is playing from ahead you probably go chubb if you think they fall behind this one then you probably look to baker and or jarvis so that's what i would do uh for for cash games again i would play lamar and captain 
Uh, as far as uh, GPPs, well, I always mention this, but about 75% of the time, either running back or wide receiver is in the captain spot, in the captain, in the winning lineup. Now, Lamar is a guy that can keep himself a lot. So I'm definitely looking to Lamar and the captain, even though he's going to be really popular. I do like him a lot in, in captain, both cash and GPPs. Some other options that are in play, well, obviously both Cleveland running backs, right? We know they're run first teams, so both Chubb, Hunt in play. Um, and then wide receivers, well, you know, a guy like Jarvis Landry, I think you can take a shot on. He is their number one receiver. Obviously, you know Odell Beckham. Uh, you know, the boomer bust nature of Hollywood Brown is a good GPP play. The low floor, but does have a high ceiling, right? So uh, don't mind that. I think you can make the argument for Mark Andrews in the captain as well. Uh, he's like their receiver. I know he's a tight end, but he's the receiver I feel the most comfortable with. And would I take a shot on someone's sheep in the captain? Honestly, probably not like there's there's some viable cheap plays but i don't know if it's worth it like now i guess like if we get news that marvin hall is going to play and it's going to be utilized as like the number three wide receiver then maybe you can make an argument for like a marvin hall in the captain spot lineup because if you do something like that right then you have 9.9 k remaining you can just jam in whoever else you want so possibly uh but again we would need clarity that he's going to be utilized more as the number three wide receiver um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you don't want to go live. And I will be live streaming this one 30 minutes before lock. Also, NBA. If you guys are interested in NBA content, I have videos, live streams every single day. It's been a great, great start to the preseason. A ton of, we've had some people win some GPPs, winning huge, huge money. Um, so make sure you check out NBA if you guys are interested. Uh, but yeah, thanks again. I hope you guys have a great day and I will see you tomorrow in the live stream.